Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Someone was talking about because he improvised that line. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about, well, how would you write that in the script? Just a bunch of F's. <laughs> Damn! Okay, I gotta chug this coffee. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I've never been more ready for anything in my life. Guess what's happening soon in a few days for our listeners because we record this two weeks earlier, so it's not a few days for us. Is it Halloween? It is Halloween! Spooky! Is this our super awesome, spectacular Halloween edition? This is our spooktacular Halloween <laughs> God edition. God damn it. <laughs> Gord damn it. Get it? Gord? I do. (laughs) Silly. Oh, Gord, damn it. We're going to have to say that the whole episode. The whole episode, we're really going to lose listeners. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of listeners, I have something very exciting to share with you. Please share. I've been holding on to this information for an entire hour, maybe. Oh, really? (laughs) Because I saw it right before I came over here. But I was looking at our podcast stats. Uh Uh-huh. And guess what? What? We have... A listener in Asia. (laughs) (laughs) The one we couldn't get. (laughs) Although that's not true. We don't have South America yet. (laughs) Oh, dang. So, um, Japan. (gasps) We have one listener in Japan. And I'm so excited right now. Shout out to the listener in Japan. Hey, we love you. (laughs) Also, shout out to fucking New Zealand. We have listeners in New Zealand. And Denmark. And Sweden. And Norway. I get so excited when I see this shit. (laughs) I, every time I'm like, why are they listening to us? <laughs> Probably because they're like, these fucking crazy ass Americans. Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> we'll see what kind of shenanigans they're getting into. <laughs> I have been listening to two new podcasts that I found that are based in the UK. So they have the the accent and I just it just makes me so happy. I know. it. Like, they sound so fucking smart with that accent. Yeah, so professional. And they're probably just like us. <laughs> I know. Like, anybody is listening to them and they're like, this idiot. <laughs> and we're over here like, she's a genius. <laughs> exactly. I was listening to one recently also. And I can't remember, like, the sentence that she said. But it was probably a perfectly normal sentence for her. But for me, I'm like, I would have said that shit like, she got shanked or something, you know, like yeah. super slang, not appropriate. And then she used like very educated words, but oh. it wasn't like a very educated podcast. It was like she was just telling a story and I was like, that's God, just how they talk. God damn. One that I listened to, he's from Australia and one of the UK ones said the same thing. They always say she fell pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and every time I'm like, how? Oh. <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> do you, how do you fall pregnant? <laughs> Like, oh, shit. (laughs) I would love to know, like, shit that we say that sounds really smart to other people. It's nothing. There's nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, give me your goddamn story for the week. Um, What happened? Well, I have two things. Oh. Uh, Both of them involve my child. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm new at this parenting thing. Shit is hard. It's real hard. I'll tell you that much right now. I picked him up from his grandma and grandpa's house the other day and I brought him home and he started freaking out like halfway through the ride like screaming and stuff and I'm like dude chill we're almost there like cool it you're usually cool be cool yeah be cool 
And then we got home, and I was like, you smell like poop. And oh, then, that's why I was crying. <laughs> yeah, and then I went to go change him, and, like, a little tiny bit of poop was on his pants. And I was like, oh, poor guy. Yeah. And then I pulled off his pants, and they were, like, the soft pants, you know? Uh-oh. And then I pulled them off, and oh, then God. there was just shit smeared all over his leg. Total blowout. All over his onesie, <laughs> all over his diaper. And then, of course, he was like, my leg feels weird. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> oh, yep. We've all been there. Oh, my God. And then, you know, like, just... Just, what does my hair feel like now? <laughs> oh, God. It was just poop everywhere. everywhere, and it was awful. And I haven't had one of those in so long because yeah. he's, like, a little bit older now. So yeah. that was a that was a goddamn disaster. Oh, Jesus. That sucks. And then my second one actually happened just a couple hours ago. I was feeding my dogs, and I was picking out pajamas for my baby, and he was just, like, trotting around, having a good time. I usually keep him far away from the dogs while they're eating because I'm a good parent. However, this time... He was like, I'm just going to stand here. And one of my dogs, Carl, actually. Hey, Carl. He likes to kick his food bowl. Yes, he so does. That- <laughs> He's such a dick. He knocks it over. Every like, time. he will not eat out of a bowl. No, he doesn't like bowls. Fuck bowls. Yeah. It's with your fatigue. It's because <laughs> he's got a big ass snout. He does. It's probably really hard. He can only get, like, three little niblets at a time. Yeah, he needs, like, a plate. Yeah. But he just uses the floor. So he knocks it all out of the bowl onto the floor. I don't know why I continue putting it in a bowl instead of on the floor. <laughs> but, so he did that, and the food was everywhere. And so then my kid was, like... I love dog food. Wandering around. <laughs> yeah. And then I got pajamas, and I grabbed him up real quick to be like, hey, don't play with that. And he had one in his hand, but he threw it at the dog. And I was like, good job. Like, yeah. you're just feeding the dogs. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good mom. Yeah. And then Nailed I, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I went to go put him in his pajamas, and... I laid him down and like he wasn't making any noise. He was oh. not choking. Oh my god, you scared that right me. There. Thank you. No, but he wasn't like talking. He's usually like, always talking and yeah. he wasn't talking or anything. And so I was kind of looking at him and then he had dog food in his mouth and Yum. he starts doing the like, this is gross. Yeah, I get this shit out. <laughs> and so then I had to like sit him up really quick and scoop out the dog food. <laughs> so I think that means that like officially. I'm yeah. not a good mom now because my child has eaten dog food. Also, Brandon, I hope you don't listen to this because he doesn't know that yet. Um, Camden has eaten dog food like so many times. Okay, are you ready for my gourd dam? I am ready for your <laughs> gourd dam. <laughs> and we lost that one Asia listener. <laughs> gourd um, damn it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> for the puttin. <laughs> yep. All right. So someday this week I came home from work and just for the record – it's always a shit show during the week. Like, you, from the moment you wake up until about 8 o'clock at night, it's just, like, fucking full steam ahead. Go, go, go. Always something happening. And so I come home from work, and right when I open the doors, the dogs are, like, freaking out. And I'm carrying my son, and I've got, like, my backpack and his backpack and usually, like, my coffee cup from the morning. It's like a shit show to get in the house. And the dogs are, like, jumping on me, like, Wow, ah, my God, hey, Mom, you're home. And I always, like, open the door first to let them out because they've been inside all day, so they need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So this particular day was like any other. I let them out. And then I set everything down. I went into the living room for some reason. I don't know if I was playing with my son or what, but I went over by one of his toys and I, like, bend down to pick something up. And right as I, like, did the lunge to bend down, my foot stepped right in a giant pile of piss. Oh. Of dog piss. And it was Chelsea's dog piss. And she's a bigger dog, so that's a lot of pee. It was so much pee that it squished over my toes. (gasps) Yeah. In your shoes? No, no, no. I had kicked my shoes off. 
So, like, I came in and, like, kicked my shoes off and set everything oh. down. And then, I don't know why, I n- literally never go into the living room right away. But for some reason, I went into the living room and stepped right in dog piss. And it squished over my toes. Ugh. And it was still warm. Oh. So, it had just happened. Oh. And I'm like, fucking Chelsea, you couldn't hold it for, like, I don't know. 20 more minutes? Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, okay, my foot is soaking wet. And I don't want to step back on the carpet. Because I don't want to spread the piss everywhere. Yeah. So I will do what any respectable grown-ass adult would do in this scenario. And I hopped to the kitchen sink so that I could rinse my foot off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that was all fine and dandy. I hopped there. My son thinks it's fucking hilarious, right? Like, mommy's jumping. (laughs) And so he's following me and kind of like hopping around behind me. And I'm pissed off, you know, cussing (laughs) around. But like in my head, like, "Mm, fucking dogs, what the hell? And I get my foot in the sink and I rinse it off because, you know. Gross. I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I pull my foot out of the sink and I go to step down. Like, I'm just going to walk like it's fucking normal on some tile with with a wet foot. Uh And I take my first very confident step and I start slipping around the goddamn (laughs) kitchen like a newborn baby giraffe on ice skates. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like all over the place almost biffed it a billion times and my son thinks i'm like dancing or something and i'm literally like fearing for my life like i'm too old to fall this is dangerous <laughs> I'm break a hip exactly and i end up catching myself before i fall thank god and the way that i caught myself was with my slippery ass foot Back into the puddle of pee? (laughs) No, that would be a goddamn disaster. I, like, slammed my feet down to catch myself. And in doing so, I stubbed not just my toe, but all of my fucking toes Uh, on the wet foot side. And it jammed them all so hard. I mean, you know, you stub your toe and you, like, feel it in your elbow and you're fucking pissed. And you say every cuss word in the book. That happened to every single one of my toes. And I hit my foot so bad that I scraped the skin off the top of my toes. Oh, my God. And my tile is smooth. Like, I have no fucking clue how any of this happened. (laughs) I was a thousand percent sure I just broke my foot. (laughs) And I'm like trying not to scream like my son is laughing thinking it's like a great fun time or whatever and i'm in like the most excruciating pain i've ever been i like hobble to the couch and lay down and i'm just like breathing like i just broke my fucking foot like what am i gonna do Jesus. yeah you're like i guess i can wait for lee to get home I, well and then exactly and walks lee like immediately and i'm like you know how you're like i don't want to be dramatic oh <laughs> so you like kind of say it calmly because you know you're being dramatic yeah. But also, I might have broke my foot. <laughs> but also... So, I just go immediately, like, I think I just broke my toes. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. And then he brushes it off as like, oh, you know, no big deal. I mean, that sucks. And then he keeps going, and I'm like, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. I'm serious. Understand. I yeah. think I just broke all of my toes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's basically the end of my story. I was hobbling around the rest of the day. It hurt really bad. But I didn't break them. They're good now? They're good now. Thank you. I definitely said goddamn a few times, though. More than a few times. Probably, like, a majority of the time I was just yelling goddamn on a loop. <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> oh, that's silly. So, I think it is your turn to go first? Shit, I'll go first. All right, let's start with the spooktacular Halloween edition. I wanted to represent some of our UK listeners out there. Oh, So I chose my story is from the UK. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Newcastle Halloween Murder. Newcastle? Yeah. Like the beer? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so this happened on October 31st, 1963. So <gasps> Halloween Day, 1963. That's spooktacular. 
and it was in Sandy Ford, Newcastle. I'm going to give you the exact address, so if anybody feels like Googling it or if you live in the area, you can go drive by and wave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It was number 12 Gold Spink. Number 12 Gold Spink. Spink. I did not say this out loud. I don't think you're going to give us the full address. (laughs) How is it spelled? S-P-I-N-K. Try to say that. Gold spink? Spink? Okay, that is better. Gold (laughs) spink? Spank. Yeah, I would say spink. Okay. Number 12, gold spink. What'd you say? (laughs) Spink. Like spink. Like like ink. Like spink. Okay. spink. Number 12, gold spink lane in Sandy Ford, Newcastle, which is in the U.K., and this address was Catherine Lillian Armstrong's home. Mm-hmm. And she was known as Lillian, Aww. her middle name. Everybody called her Lil. <laughs> Did she have a brother named Phil? <laughs> uh, was that a Rugrats reference? Yeah, it was. <laughs> 90s kids represent. <laughs> I was going for the, like, Rocky Raccoon reference. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lillian was 70 years old, and she was a retired headmistress. And she had never married, and she lived alone. Okay, I don't Bumpa, like where this is Bumpa. going because yeah. I feel like in your golden years you should be comfortable to yeah, not but, get murdered. Uh, I assume she's going to get murdered. Okay, I was going to just say if you're going to be like you should be together with somebody that you love forever, I was going to be like, uh, some people want to be fucking alone. All right? No, no, no. I just mean like be cool. Like you shouldn't have to worry about murder in your seventies. I feel like <laughs> after like sixty five, you've retired from murder. Oh, you don't know if she's getting murdered or if she's the murderer. Oh my god. Oh, she was a headmistress. That means she might be a hard ass. Yeah, like putting people in the chokey. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Matilda reference? <laughs> it is. 90s kid. <laughs> Proceed. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. Fun fact. In England, they call somebody who never marries, they called her a spinster. Oh, in all the articles, it says she was a spinster, and I'm like, God damn, that sounds rude. What's that mean? And then I Googled it, and I was like, oh. You haven't heard of a spinster? I guess not. I feel like I've heard of it, but I had to Google it. Everybody has that one spinster aunt? I literally, I don't think I've ever, no. I mean, I had to Google it, so there's your answer. Yeah. So, a little bit about Lillian. She was devoted to her church, and she went to the Central Methodist Church, and she had been a part of the congregation for 40 years. Ooh. Dedication. Dedication. And during <laughs> those... Dead. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Oh, God damn. We are full of puns. We are all kinds of punny today. Jesus. People are real. Those numbers are really going to start dropping if we keep this up. <laughs> Nobody likes puns. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so during her stint, <laughs> she was a part of the choir. She was an active member of the choir. Oh, all right. So every Thursday night at 730, she would go to choir practice. And she was definitely a creature of habit. Like, she never missed choir practice. Can you see where this is going? She never missed choir practice. She had, like, her regular daily routines, and everybody around her knew it. Mm -hmm. And so she was a very predictable creature. Mm -hmm. Also, Thursday at 730 at night, choir practice, it better only be, like, an hour. And she's 70-something? That's pretty late to stay out. Oh, yeah, for sure. But she definitely had, like, you know, a hop-in hip. Uh, social life. Oh, and I met her hips, and I was like, what, were they just replaced? <laughs> She's like, let me use these suckers. <laughs> these bad boys are brand new. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine maybe choir practice wasn't that long. Yeah, like you show up at 7.30 and you're done by 8.30? That's still pretty late to be out. Yeah. God, we're My grandparents so go to bed at like 6. I go to bed at like 6. I know. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, she was a creature of habit, and she always did this choir practice, which is why it was so alarming Mm -hmm. That on Halloween night of 1963, 
which would be a Thursday, mm-hmm. <laughs> she failed to show for choir practice. Oh, Jesus. The next morning, Lillian's cousin, Ada Ridley, calls Lillian for their morning phone conversation. Chat. Like I said, creature of habit. This was like, yeah, exactly. Their morning chat. Something they did all the time. And Lillian doesn't answer. Mm. And so she's like, that's fucking weird. I'm going to go check on her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So she goes over to her house and she notices that the curtains are still drawn. And that's another red flag for her because every morning Lillian would get up and open the curtains and she always complained about her house being dark and gloomy inside. Oh, like, I no. guess it was a dark and gloomy home. So she was always trying to brighten it up in there. Mm-hmm. And so every morning, she was an early riser, she would open these curtains. So when she arrived at, like, 1030 or something that morning and the curtains weren't open, she was like, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so she goes and knocks on the door and Lillian doesn't answer. And so that's the time that she's like, all right, I need to notify the police because this is really weird. I don't know if she knew that Lillian didn't show up for choir practice. The night before? Yeah. But obviously she had enough red flags to notify the police. Well, she's probably also just thinking that, like, her friend has kicked the bucket or something. Like, something bad happened. Maybe she fell or whatever. Yeah. No, she's concerned for her well-being because she's not Yeah, she's not. Like, her mind doesn't go to murder. No, exactly. She's like, just call. Like, I need a welfare check. And so she calls the police. And the cops arrive. And when Lillian doesn't answer, they decide that they're going to, like, force their way in. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they enter the home, they find Lillian, and she's on the floor at the foot of the stairs. Mm -hmm. And she was wearing a dress and slippers. Like, maybe house slippers? A night dress, No, 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 like a dress. Like, I'm going to go out to choir practice dress. Oh, like a night on the town dress. Like a night on the town dress. And there was a nylon stocking tied tightly around her neck. Mm, No. Yeah. Ugh. Her body and the house were covered in so much blood that it was clear that she had been, like, battered throughout the house and that she put up a fight. Oh, God. Yeah. Her face and neck had so much blood that it wasn't until her autopsy that they find out that she had been stabbed 28 times around the face and the head and the neck. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? I mean, that had to be something fucking crazy to walk into. Ugh. If it's so much blood, you don't even realize she'd been stabbed everywhere? Why? Yeah. So, I mean, right? She's 70. Yeah. fucking rude. Okay. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. So, at first, because they had found the nylon stocking around her neck, they had assumed that she had died from strangulation. Mm -hmm. But after they found the stab wounds and they did the autopsy, they determined that she actually died from blood loss. Oh, God. So, I don't know if they, like, tied the rope around her neck after... Or if it was like, well, I mean, it, it had to. Tight have. enough that it. That's a good point. That it strangled her or something, because nylon is like really stretchy. That's true. Well, like nylon. You said they were like pantyhose. Yeah, they were nylon stockings. Yeah. God, so fucking rude. Anyway, okay. That's awful. Um, like I said before, there was like blood all over the house and everything, so it was clear that she put up a fight, and she had defensive wounds on her arms and her hands. Mm. So that just confirms that she had been attacked. Well, <laughs> okay. Aside from the stab wounds and the strangulation. But that... She didn't stab herself in the face. She wasn't, like, ambushed and taken out immediately. Okay. Yeah, she didn't stab herself. This wasn't a suicide for once, (laughs) the stabbing. (laughs) And no one's trying to claim it as such. All right, so the police launch an investigation, and they start looking for a motive, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There was no forced entry into the house. There was no signs of robbery or anything missing. Like, shit was stirred up from the struggle and everything, but nothing 
actually no, missing. No precious metals were missing. <laughs> yeah. There was no sexual assault. Thank God. Yeah, right? But then the cops are like, we don't have a motive, though. Like, I literally have no idea why this lady got attacked. Yeah. Also, they was, don't... I'm sorry? Was she like, did she get a solo in the choir? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm glad that you're my bestie. Because <laughs> I literally was thinking of this earlier today. And I was like, I think I have a motive. <laughs> <laughs> That's my motive. I'll bet Gladys got mad that yeah. Lillian got the solo or right? something. Yeah. And she's like, no, not on my watch, bitch. That would have been mine if you hadn't been here. Yeah. And so then she would be invited into the home if she were to like but knock and be like, her. hey. Yeah. Just come like, in for some tea before we, before we go down before, the Let's practice? warm up our pipes. Yeah. With me, some me, honey me. and whiskey and tea. Ooh, Which, that I sounds mean, delightful. Come over. <laughs> is that a hot toddy? I think that is hot toddy. <laughs> what are we sick? Do we have a fever? <laughs> no, we're just 70 in this <laughs> scenario. Yeah. Okay, so in her house, they don't find any fingerprints or shoe prints or anything. No fingerprints or shoe prints and all that blood? Yeah. What? That's what that's when I felt getting red. Were there shoes wrapped in plastic bags maybe or maybe they didn't have feet <laughs> oh shit i didn't even consider that that is some next level investigative fucking intelligence spectacular yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you imagine what getting stabbed by a ghost no I can't think in like nubs like you oh. don't like you literally don't oh see oh. I even took it another level what an easy way to identify your killer though yeah. like, there's these peg legs all over there's the just, place just little stamps everywhere <laughs> anyway okay so like if this murder had happened today they would have DNA because obviously if you're stabbing someone and putting up a fight like you're gonna have your blood there too and yeah. plus like you know DNA in when general. When did you say it happened? In 63? Yeah, 63. Ugh. So they only had like the blood types, right? Yeah. They didn't have DNA. Was she a secretor? Uh, exactly. <laughs> That's all they had. So this stirred up the fucking town quite a bit. As you can imagine. Uh, yeah, this innocent 70-year-old lady just got fucking stabbed 28 times in the face oh for no God. apparent reason. That's so awful. Yeah. So knowing that this was going to be a huge investigation and that there was a lot of eyes on, you know, the police department at this time all the police who had been on like leave for vacation or who had planned vacation around the holidays and everything they weren't allowed to go on vacation it was like nope all hands on deck get your butt in here we have a crime to solve Jeez, yeah there were 60 detectives on the case <laughs> let's bring all the detectives <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that too <laughs> who the fuck called 60 of us gonna solve this crime right yeah one of them one of them's gonna crack this case exactly so the first thing they do aside you're gonna say the first detective i was like oh we're going through 60 (laughs) yeah get ready it's gonna be a journey (laughs) so one of the first things they do after trying to determine a motive was like all right let's look for the murder weapon it had to be a long stabby thing (laughs) she got stabbed so they searched all over the town, all over the place. They looked in, like, gutters, rivers, trash bins, everywhere. And they figured that the killer would have immediately discarded this thing. Like, mm-hmm. eh, committed the murder. Let me throw it in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this top branch here where no one will look. <laughs> so they look all over, and they can't find anything. They don't find the murder weapon. Well, that's just disheartening. Exactly. So they start questioning the neighbors, and they're like, yo, did you hear or see anything on this night? And everybody's like, it was fucking Halloween. I heard and saw a lot of shit, but not her murder. 
right? Like, yeah. Halloween night, everybody says, like, it's the perfect time to commit a, maybe not murder, like a crime, because everybody's all involved in, in their trick-or-treating. And... Yeah, and if you heard screams, you would just assume it's, like... Some kids playing. Exactly, a trick-or-treater. Oh, my God, that's terrifying, and I'm kind of scared that Halloween's coming up now. Yeah, get ready. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> okay, so, three days after the murder... The police had taken over 200 statements from everybody all around. Mm-hmm. All How big ar- is within- this town? I don't know. Like- I think this was like a couple mile radius or something. They were okay. like canvassing the fucking like neighborhood. the immediate neighbors. Yeah, and they took 200 statements, which in 63, that has to be like a lot. Handwritten statements. It's not like they're, I mean, well, they, they have had- 60 detectives. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that math real quick. I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway, but still, you know, like, the, how many little fucking tiny little notepads did they go through <laughs> with their golf pencils <laughs> in their breast pocket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so something that they did learn. They didn't learn a lot, but they did learn that two kids claimed to have seen Lillian earlier that day at 6.30 when they, like, knocked on the door. I am assuming they were trick-or-treaters. But yeah. But then I started thinking... Is Halloween a thing there? Was it a thing there in the 60s? Halloween's just now becoming a thing in, like, New Zealand. Really? I oh. think so. Hey, New Zealand listener, let us know. <laughs> the one of you. Can you tell us? <laughs> yeah. What's what's the deal with Halloween over there? <laughs> please please tweet us. Do you celebrate it? <laughs> Do you dress like whores? <laughs> Jesus. Like That's us? our culture. <laughs> yeah. We all dress like sluts. And then we're like, yay. I'm a spooky slut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a slutty snake. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Did you just paint scales on yourself? <laughs> just nipple covers? <laughs> nipple tassels. That's my tongue. <laughs> I can work one tongue and then I can work the other. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that went south. That went That went rogue. Okay. So, like I said, they did learn that two kids claimed to have seen Lillian in the window at 6.30. And her choir practice is at 7.30. Exactly. So, that was an hour before she went technically missing because she never showed up. So, potentially that hour is when something happened. So, the police aren't finding shit. And they're like, we need help. So, they end up calling in detectives from Scotland Yard. Murder Squad. The Murder Squad? Isn't that a badass name? Yes. God damn, way to get creative. Yeah. Uh, we're part of the murder squad. And the murder squad are really good at murder, so they're going to come help oversee this investigation. Mm-hmm. The murder squad starts talking to the press. Oh, okay. Actually, it's one detective. They assign one detective to be, like, the lead on this case. He's the captain of the murder squad. Yeah, captain of the murder squad. I didn't write his name down. Mr. Murder. Mr. Murder Squad guy comes on and he starts talking to the press and he reveals that it's possible that Lillian knew her killer because there was no forced entry. You know mm-hmm. how they like keep shit back from the, you know, from the media and from yeah. the public? Well, he comes out and says, hey, we think she knew knew her uh, killers. Gladys, looking at you. Fucking Gladys. Or Ada, her cousin. <gasps> mm, maybe they were in choir practice together. Bum, 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 Who knows? Bum. Although I think she was old too, so I don't think she has the... Physical stamina to stab somebody 28 times and tie. Mm. I don't know that, though. I don't know, Ada. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met her. Okay, so the murder squad overseer detective guy also determines that it could be more than one killer. I don't know why they think it could be more than one killer, other than it would have taken, like, there was so much blood and so much of a struggle everywhere that they think that it could have taken more than one person. But I feel like there would be less of a struggle if it was more than one person, though. Like, just one person to contain? Okay, well, maybe this next bullet will help. 
explain a little further. Okay. We'll find out together, won't we? (laughs) Yeah. I haven't read this since I wrote it. They were also considering that teens caused this. Oh, that's fucked up. murder as like a Halloween prank gone wrong. That's not a prank, bro. It's terrible, right? So that would explain why they think more than one person did it because a teen probably isn't strong enough to over... Well, I guess it depends. Like 19 is pretty old. (laughs) Yeah. But 13 is pretty young. So yeah, we're talking also about also 70, I assume. Like, I could take out a 70-year-old probably. Yeah. And I'm not a strong person. Maybe. But for some reason, maybe they had footprints and they weren't revealing it. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know. But for some reason, they thought it was more than one person and teens could have done this. Again, I don't know if trick-or-treating was a thing back in the 60s, but maybe they were trick-or-treating and she opens the door and they're like, trick-or-treat, psych, give me all your money. And she's like, No. I don't have any money. Yeah, and then they, like, force their way in and all that shit happens. Anyway, another thing that the detectives were considering was that there were a handful of recently released people from prison. Oh, good. That had served their sentence, but their crimes involved targeting elderly women. And What? So they, like, investigated and looked at them and stuff, and none of them were suspects. Uh... I like how you're very concerned that that's a thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a thing this lady was 70 and got targeted, but I guess well, it wasn't I mean, any of them. Okay, but I guess just if I was a 70-year-old, I feel like I would want to know if a person was in my neighborhood that just got out of prison that was targeting old people. Yeah, but you would also like to know if you have pedophiles living in your neighborhood, too, and they didn't have that in the 60s. They have that shit now. All right, well, touche. <laughs> All right, well, fuck you. <laughs> All right, well, way to ruin my Somebody life. at least send me a telegram. <laughs> <laughs> send me a telegram. Tell me there's a goddamn elderly person murderer on the loose. On the loose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he served his time. Do you think he's rehabilitated? Obviously, if he's not a suspect, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so by the end of November, they had 50 detectives working 18 hours a day on the case. And they still couldn't solve it. Wow. To this day, it remains a cold case. They what? Nev- they That's never- it? Yeah, they never resolve it. They have no clue what happened. Her cousin, Ada, she maintains that she suspects that it was teenagers that murdered her. Ada seems pretty confident about that. Yeah, right? Seems pretty shady. Huh? Hmm. Or like, what if you have a family member? Like, it has to be somebody she knew because they came in without forced entry. Like, the door was opened for them. If you open the door for trick-or-treaters, which... We still need to know. I guess we should probably Google this. We're not going yeah, to. Yeah, that was a lot of extra work. Yeah. Can someone just tell us? Because, yeah, please. Like, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll just go to the grave never knowing. Yeah, until someone tweets at us. Oh, but if trick-or-treating was a thing, then she would open the door to them. And let them in? Yeah. Well, or maybe not let them in necessarily, but, like, someone could push past her once oh, she yeah. the door open. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, that's why yeah. maybe they thought that was a reason why. Also, if your door wasn't locked... You could just walk in and there would be no signs of forced entry. Yeah. But they didn't like, get prints, but you could wear gloves. Man, you're seeing me work this out real time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're wearing a costume that has gloves, too. Ooh. So it's not so like, I got my blue gloves on and whatever, but it's like, I'm yeah. blending in. Well, and another thing I had read was like, they were looking for the murder weapon and they couldn't find the murder weapon. But I mean, what if, if it were a teenager, it was really popular to carry around a pocket knife then. And it still is, you know, in certain areas, it's like totally normal to have a pocket knife. So like the kids could have literally still had like it on them. Yeah. Or whoever did it actually it doesn't yeah. have to be kids. Yeah. Like you might not have disposed of the murder weapon. Yeah. Another solid point though, about this whole kid theory is, like, there's no fucking way there'd be more than one kid who committed this crime and that, like, they never talked about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that would go around the high school and shit. Uh, for sure. I can't even like. I'm a grown-ass adult, and I wouldn't be able to keep that shit in. Like, that's insane. Um, okay, one more little fun fact. Her house remained empty for, like, ten years or something. Jesus. And um, the next people to move into her house, they moved out after a few months because they claim it was haunted. Ooh. And they claimed to always see, out of the corner of their eye, a dark figure at the bottom of the stairs. But when they looked, there was nothing there. That gives me chills. I don't like it. Yeah, so they only stayed there for a couple months. And then the following people who moved in, they were like, that's a crock of shit. Of course. So they don't feel that way. But somebody out there was like, mm. I mean, they, I, I was going to say, I wonder if they know what had happened and where she had died when they said that they saw her at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Ugh. Because if they knew that, then I can understand being like, mm, a little skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Like, you you had previous knowledge of this, but... Yeah. So, anyway, my theory on this whole thing, because I know you guys are on the edge of your seat wondering what I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think teenagers did it. No, it kind of sounds like Gladys from Choir did it, or, like, oh, maybe she spurned the advances of a 70-year-old man. Ooh, maybe the advances. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm thinking, though, is, like, it was somebody she knew because they she let them in. I'm just going to go with she was 70 years old and she kept her doors locked. So she let them in, and then it was such a violent personal crime, right? Like stabbing somebody in the face. There's a reason. It's not just like you're like, hey, fuck you. I was trying to rob you, and you interrupted me. Yeah. That's like a, hey, I'm here to hurt you, and there's a reason, and I'm mad at you. I don't like you in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that's awful. So what if it was like a family member or something? Maybe she was, like, the mean grandma. Oh. But everything says that she was, like, super nice. I mean, she was, like, very devoted to her church. She was the headmistress to a school. Religion doesn't make you nice. I know, but the way she's explained, right, is, like, a sweet old lady, not, like, this old hag. Yeah. (laughs) People miss her. She wasn't putting people on the chokey. I guess I don't really know that. It's all about perception. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's awful. Yeah, so if anybody knows anything about it tell somebody that saw somebody that knows what to do yeah i wonder if that's like a well-known crime around there so if i fucked it up you guys email us and let me know because we don't live in the uk so maybe i don't have direct access to the same stuff you do yeah <laughs> just you like, type in dot uk <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> god damn it am i learning something new or damn it <laughs> okay let's hear your story okay let's hear your spooktacular for my spooktacular halloween episode uh-huh i chose a boy named Jake Evans. Okay. Jake Evans. Yep. He is 17 from Alito, Texas. Ooh, okay. Nothing good ever happens in Texas. Mm, I'm sure that someone from Texas might disagree with you. Yeah, but a lot of murders happen there. That's true. Also, my dad lives in Texas. Do you think it's just because it's, like, such a large state? Yes, probably. Like, per capita, murders happen often. Yes. <laughs> well, this happened on october 4th 2012 so oh shit not halloween okay close in october (laughs) basically the same thing it's kind of hard to find things that happen on halloween that didn't involve children and i'm trying to spare you yeah so actually that's very true i kept finding like five very popular crimes that happened on halloween me too and most of them involved children like getting shot in the face or being fed poison and i'm like oh but everybody's done those stories so i didn't want to exactly and i was like i don't want to do another kid because you and your boss will kill me so i will yeah let's not do that give me a break i get it people like all stories so like don't filter it for me but like well i'll just throw out there space them out sorry katie (laughs) (laughs) she'll appreciate that (laughs) because that 
That who was that? Um, Richard Trenton Chase. Yeah, Richard Trenton Chase case. Mm-hmm. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> anyway, with Jake Evans, seventeen, from Alito, Texas, October fourth, two thousand twelve. So. The reason that I picked this one for Halloween is because he doesn't want to say that he was inspired by, (laughs) but he watched Rob Zombie's Halloween three times this week before he murders his sister Mallory, who's 15, and his mom, Jamie, (gasps) who's 48. Oh, no. So his dad was out of town, and he had watched this movie. This is the third time that he watched it this week. In a row? No, this week. Uh, Or like that week in particular, not this one. I got all of my information from... uh, Wikipedia? No, (laughs) from his written statement and from the 911 call that he gave. So this is all his account and what he kind of wants everybody to know, I guess. I mean, you know, the parts that he's like telling people Uh uh-huh but so he said that he'd watched the movie halloween and you're obviously familiar with the movie i might be minorly obsessed with that series yes (laughs) well for those of you who don't know (laughs) in the movie there's a 12 year old boy who murders his stepfather his sister and his sister's boyfriend as you do yeah and so this is a quote from jake While watching it, I was amazed at how at ease the boy was during the murders and how little remorse he had afterward. I was thinking to myself, it would be the same for me when I kill someone. What the fuck? Okay, it's a movie. Yeah. I hate people. I know. So. When I kill someone. Get out of here, little bitch. Exactly. So then after watching the movie for the third time that week, he put it back in the case and threw it away because he didn't want people to think that it was influencing him in any way, you know, like afterward when he gets caught for this, because obviously he's going to get caught for this. Yeah, when it directly influenced him in some way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like obviously planning this fucking shenanigans right now. So in his written statement, again, he talks about how disgusted he is with people and how cruel they are to each other like emotionally and he's real upset with like bullies and stuff Uh-oh. he yeah he sounds like a kid that was bullied a lot he yeah. went to school and then for like the last year that he was out or whatever he was homeschooled oh so it was I bad if they homeschooled him yeah this is why so people... i don't know if that was why he got homeschooled though yeah yeah that's or just not. purely speculation on my end yeah but this is why you can't bully people man be yeah, nice to each other. Kill their family. So. Yeah, fucking be nice to each other. He says the people who are racist, bullies, and who are full of themselves are the really evil ones. And then he goes on to say, I was very sad because I felt like my own family were becoming the people I hate. Ooh, like they were teasing him, maybe? Well, he, in the statement and everything, he was saying that his sister was making racist comments. Like they were at some place and there was an african-american guy on tv and the sister made some racist comments and he was like super disappointed in her and he scolded her for it yeah you know according to this awful thing to do she's a terrible person for doing that but like you can't murder her for it yeah (laughs) yeah you can tell her like hey don't be such a bitch yeah tone it down a notch over there yeah change your life because you're a piece of garbage but yep also give her a chance to do that so yeah but anyway so that was kind of his motivation then was like yeah you're assholes i'm getting rid of you yeah basically he felt like his family was becoming like his sister was becoming the white trash person that's that he despises that's that bullies other people and is racist and whatever yeah he didn't say anything like that about his mom by the way she was just kind of collateral damage just in the way okay so he had said all that stuff about bullies and racists and stuff and i don't obviously know if his sister 
was actually saying racist things that day or anything like that or if this is just his way of justifying it because this is in his written statement got it so this is his account of the day slash night okay his sister according to him was being racist earlier in the day and then she was like do you want to watch a movie and he was like no how about halloween (laughs) right he was like no because you were being racist earlier and so he scolded her on it and was like you're a terrible person way to be like a fucking girlfriend and bring that shit up like hours later yeah addressing it in the moment so then he was like i'm gonna kill her okay yeah (laughs) solid plan (laughs) i have an idea yeah and so then around nine o'clock <laughs> at night, he was like, I'm going to ask her to watch a movie and then I'm going to kill her during the movie. Right. So he goes to his dad's. Oh, now he's going to want to watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he goes to his dad's closet and he gets his dad's blue foldable knife. Oh, like and, a pocket knife. Yeah. And mm. he puts it in his pocket and <laughs> like a pocket knife. <laughs> and then he goes to his sister and he's like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? It was the water boy. Oh, <laughs> she was like, yeah. I mean, that's a great movie. Who could say no to the water boy? Right? And then they were sitting. He was on a sofa and she was on a couch or something. They were like next to each other. A but sofa not, and a couch. Yeah, they weren't on the same thing because he was okay. like, she was on the couch next to me on the sofa. And I was like, the fuck He is was the on difference? the Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was over at the Chesterfield. <laughs> and so he was like thinking about it and he's like, I'm going to kill her during this whole movie and he was all fidgety and stuff okay and what an awful movie to be murdered by yeah like so weird but like it's a silly movie just... <laughs> needle dick yeah no, no. exactly high quality h2o i can keep going <laughs> i was thinking of the uh medulla oblongata yeah yeah <laughs> that one anyway so then he decides that he doesn't want to like he doesn't want it to be painful he just wants it to be quick oh my so, god why do you have to do it I don't know. I mean, if you're like, "Mm, it shouldn't be painful. How about it's like, "Mm, I shouldn't do it. Maybe not, though. Yeah. So he decides instead of doing it with a knife, he's going to do it with a twenty-two revolver that he stole from his grandpa. Oh, God. So he, like, this is premeditated. Yeah. Obviously a lot, but, like, even so much so that he got another weapon. Yeah, like, more than just today. It was from before. Yeah. Yeah. So then after the movie, he goes downstairs, and he sees his mom in the study and he's like all right this is it right then he goes to his room he gets the gun and he's like fidgeting with the gun he says he's in there for probably like an hour two. Oh my god oh my god yeah and then at about 11 15 he goes upstairs with the gun and he knocks on mallory's door his sister mm-hmm. and he told her that his mom needed her and she's like all right whatever so then she leaves her room and he's behind her and she sees out of the corner of his of her eye that he's pointing a gun at her. Oh, God. Like, at her back. Oh, God. And so she turns around and she's like, stop, you're freaking me out. Like, she thought he was joking. Oh, God. And so then he shoots her <gasps> in the back. No. She falls down the stairs. Oh, my God. And he follows her and then shoots her again. Jesus Christ. Then he goes to his mom in the study and he shoots her three or four times. Oh, my gosh. And then he goes back up to his bedroom and he empties all the shells because it's a revolver yeah uh he empties all the shells and he's just according to him he's just screaming about how messed up he is and everything and like Uh, like talking to himself yeah that's not creepy yeah right well he's like screaming this yeah then he heard mallory making noise no yeah so he started screaming that he was sorry Oh, my God. He was reloading. Oh, my God. And according to the 911 call, 
this is his quote during the 911 call. He was telling her that I'm sorry, but just to hold still. That, you know, I was just going to make it go away. But she kept on freaking out. But uh, she finally fell down and I shot her in the head about probably three or four times. Oh my gosh. So he calls 911 after the fact. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not like during these events. No, no, no. He does all of this it. stuff. This is like my information oh. is coming from the 911 call after and his written statement. Yucky. No. Yeah. So his grand plan was to kill his mom or his sister, then his mom, and then he was going to go to his grandparents' house where his other sister lives and kill his two grandparents and his other sister. Jeez. And then the next morning, his third sister was coming to visit, and so he was going to wait for her to get there and kill her as well. Oh, my gosh. Why? Because... I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Because people are fucked up to people in this world. And Ugh. so he's like, so I'm going to kill my whole family. It's your family. Yeah. I wonder, like, this guy's, like, you know life like were people shocked by it like whoa that's crazy or are they like oh no i always knew there's something you know a little off wrong or that family was pretty jacked up or was it just like your normal family and he just like i mean well you can can't tell by looking at people but they look like just the average normal family oh gosh yeah but you can't see mental illness so no for sure and i get that but you know how you're like i mean they just grew up to be bad kids so you're not like they had a bad life a bad environment growing up so you're not as i mean you're always shocked but it's not as like whoa yeah yeah yeah. like they kind of grew up in that type of an environment that might lead to that yeah i don't actually know yeah or like think if that was like your brother or something where you're just like i'm coming to visit and then all of a sudden all this crazy shit went down yeah like you're like whoa like what the fuck yeah i couldn't find anything from like the dad or mm-hmm. anybody else. Yeah. But at any rate, he decided before doing all of that, like going to his grandparents' house and stuff, he called 911 uh-huh. because he decided that killing wasn't really for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't really like it. Yeah, it so wasn't. I'm not really hanging up fan. the hat. <laughs> I thought it was something I was going to enjoy, but it wasn't. Oh, my God. During the 911 call, he told the operator... I know now that I'm done with killing. It's the most dreadful and terrifying thing I will ever experience, and what happened last night will haunt me forever. Good. Yeah. Should. Uh, Yeah. The 911 operator asked why he did this, and he said that it sounds kind of selfish, but I feel like they were just suffocating me in a way. Obviously, you know, I'm pretty, I guess, evil, which... What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. But suffocating me in a way? I don't know what that part means. But also, I don't like it when people call themselves evil because it's just like, do you really think that you're evil? Yeah. Like, are you just doing it for the attention? Yeah, it's kind of cringy almost. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is pretty cringy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> Wish you wouldn't have done that. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> so he told the 911 operator that he was afraid of having nightmares from this as well. Okay, he was having, like, a fucking full-on conversation, one-on-one therapy session with the 911 operator. He was asking her, like, do you think there's medications for this? And she was like, I'm not a doctor, but, like, they'll, we're gonna help you. Like, there's, you're gonna see doctors, you're gonna get help from this. I'm sure that there's some, something that they can, they can help you. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's like. I don't think I could be a 911 operator, because that is not the response I would have given. 
Yeah, right? I wouldn't oh, have... you're going to have nightmares? Poor you. Yeah. Like, I hope you fucking do. You're right? an asshole. Well, she had to be, like, nice about it. Yeah, keep him on the phone and everything, I'm sure. Yeah, and keep him calm and everything. He almost started hyperventilating at one point, and she's like, oh, I need you to calm down. I need you to take deep breaths. It's going to be okay. Like, we're here to help you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, you know, had him go outside and all that stuff. So... Obviously, after he killed his mom and his sister, he called 911 on himself. He turned himself in. He wrote a voluntary statement explaining everything Mm -hmm. to the police. And he was found incompetent to stand trial. Oh, really? Yeah. And they wouldn't say why, but just that it was he was found incompetent to stand trial. Some kind of mental illness that they didn't specify. Hmm. But then... Two and a half years later, he was reevaluated and found competent to stand trial. So what did they do? They just kept him, like, in, in a... a mental hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. He receives a 45-year plea bargain with a two-and-a-half-year credit for the hospital stay. Oh, my gosh. And he has to serve half of his sentence before being eligible for That's it? Yep. I mean, you're fucking point-blank murdering your family. Yep. Two people were murdered, and you got 45 years, uh, you know, ish. Yeah. But you have to serve half of it at least. Yeah, you have to, which is weird that we're like, this is your sentence. But but less if you want. But maybe. Yeah. But less if you're good. But maybe if you're good, we'll like, you know, change it. Maybe you can change your mind. Why don't yeah. you try to change your mind? It's like you're not being grounded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't be talked out of this. You can't just take out the trash and then all of a sudden you can go out tonight. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, you made up for it. Yeah, Clearly exactly. you learned your His lesson. sister was 15. That's so sad. He How was old 17. was he? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't that really sad? That's really fucked up. Yeah. Well, you know what? He didn't get to celebrate Halloween. <laughs> no, he didn't. And neither did the sister. No, she didn't. That's awful. Yeah. So and did it say anything about the dad? No, it didn't say anything about the rest of the family, like how they felt about it or anything. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't pleased. Yeah. The I think at one point the family did say, regarding the 45-year sentence, that like they felt it was fair. What? Yeah. Why am I the only, like, not like you. Like, outraged not, by it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not the only, obviously, yeah. you know. But, you know, that's just really weird. Well, but it is also their family. Yeah, but still, I feel like it's worse because you murdered your own family. Like, I feel like I could say that if it were somebody that I didn't know or, you know, like, not related to us, where I'd be like, oh, I mean, that's horrible. But, like, okay, yeah, I'm sure he'll learn his lesson. But it's, like, if you killed my mom and my sibling, I don't even care if you are my sibling. I'd be, like, fuck you. That's awful. Yeah. Goodbye. Because it obviously directly impacts me. Well, what if it was your kid that killed your husband? Oh, God, I would take him out. I'd take him out back and I'd bury him (laughs) in Mexico. A little bit of old yeller. (laughs) But, yeah, that's, uh... (laughs) That's my story. That was the closest thing to Halloween that I was like, I've never heard of this. Well, gourd damn. Gourd damn it. It doesn't roll as well as goddamn. I just goddamn. <laughs> sounds more like hick. It does. It sounds like you're a, a great big person. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Well, everybody, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Don't answer your fucking door because people will force their way in. They're going to come to your door and be like, trick or treat. And then they're going to force their way in and murder you. And then they won't even look like, a, it'll look like you knew them because there's not a forced entry. You know what I'm trying to say. Or at least, I mean, just be cautious. Keep the chain on. 
<laughs> just like hand the candy through the like little crack of the door. Yeah, just put a bowl out and be like, take one. Yeah, but they never just take one. Put a smile you're on camera. Yeah, that's a good one. Even if you don't have a camera. It's a good way to keep them honest. Yeah. Or just watch <laughs> from the window and be like, I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Grab one from the bowl. Nope, I said two. one. <laughs> Damn it, Timmy. <laughs> I oh, saw shit. you want to tell your mom. <laughs> Anyway, we should give some shout outs. Oh, we should. Because I really want to shout out to Lexi. We kind of gave her a shout out a little bit last episode just naturally. But she left us a bitch and five star review on iTunes. And it was like the sweetest little thing ever. And it made me so proud of our friendship. Because <laughs> she said, wait, I won't read the whole thing because, you know. I've reread it like a million times and I tear up every time, but <laughs> but I won't put you through that. <laughs> but she said, part of it is, these ladies have awesome chemistry and an effortless sense of humor. And I was like, fucking bestie goals. <laughs> right? We have awesome chemistry. Um, We knew that, though, because we're bestie soulmates. It's I know. I know. But it's nice to be appreciated and for somebody outside of our world to recognize that yeah thanks lexi you're we pretty love awesome you. also we got carol c oh carol yeah. c from twitter good old carol c She's, oh she gets our fucking humor what up carol <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening hi hi also i do want to take a second to thank all the other podcasters that have helped support us and everything on twitter we talk a lot with our true crime podcast and Heartland Homicide. Oh, yeah. I love both of them. I know. They're super awesome. So we love you, ladies, and thank you for everything. We feel so welcome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It so you guys should follow us on Twitter at ISGD Podcast and tweet at us and tell us what you think of the episodes. And, and tell us your theories. Hell, yeah. I want to hear. Oh, that's a really Tell us good what point. happened to Lillian. We want to hear your theories because... Even when we're listening back to some of these episodes, I'll think like, oh shit, I didn't even consider this and I like want to talk about it, but it'd yeah. be weird for me to continue talking about something that I already talked about. So if you guys open the conversation, <laughs> that gives us an excuse. We can insert <laughs> our own comments again. <laughs> also, it's been really fun hearing some people have been like reaching out to us and saying, you know, like, but what about the footprints or, you know, something yeah. crazy. So... We'd love to hear what you guys think. Yeah, definitely. So if you don't want to tweet at us, we also have a Facebook. So you can find us on Facebook, ISGD Podcast. I said goddamn podcast. I'll actually have to start maintaining that now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've been keeping it I've been keeping it up to date, but, you know, no one's following. There's not much to say. But you guys start following it. Yeah, I literally just realized that you had been keeping it up to date. I thought it was just a... Shell skeleton a, still. Yeah. <laughs> you can also email us if you don't want to go public with your your theory theories and things. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can visit our website, isgdpodcast.com. Basically, you can find us anywhere, isgdpodcast.whatever. Exactly. <laughs> or at whatever. Yep. Or wherever. You'll find us. Yeah. We're around. Also, we will answer everything that you say because we like to talk to people. So. Oh, yeah. We're very involved. <laughs> and by we, I mean you're talking to Stacy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> very true. But we screenshot and then text and, you know, gush over it. That's everything. true. Sometimes I'll see them and I'll text her and be like, hey, you need to respond to this. We need to talk to this person. Tell them this. That's funny, right? And then, sh <laughs> and then she'll do it. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and I just copy and paste like Aaron says this, but you don't know that. 
Yeah. It's Aaron. It's yeah. us. Oh, if you have a particular case you want us to cover, maybe from like where you're from or like your hometown or something Ooh, you yeah. remember, let us know and we'll research and try to find something and talk about it. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Also, please don't forget to let us know if Halloween was a thing in the UK in 63. We need to know. That's, uh... Also, New Zealand, tell us what's up with Halloween for you. Yeah. Also, our Asia listener. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) That's all. (laughs) I mean, what's your status on Halloween? I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't either. Well, uh, this was a really fun podcast, and we are going to the desert tomorrow so wish us luck on coming back yep we're going to the desert so our goddamns will probably be all about that next week yeah and we love you guys and keep talking to us keep engaging with us and rate us and review us on itunes or wherever you podcast if you take a screenshot of your review that you leave us on itunes and email us along with your mailing address we'll send her we'll send you stickers and a thank you card personally written personalized thank you card from us because we care yep well here's the thing though about that Uh we always say itunes Mm -hmm. and part of that is because if you rate and review you'll get put on lists where other people will find you so we'll get more listeners and we'll be more motivated to do all this stuff right even though we're going to do it even if you don't do that but i'm learning that a lot of the other directories don't have a place to rate or review or you have to have like an account and a lot of people are just like downloading the app to use it and they don't want to create an account so Mm -hmm. if that's the case then just tweet at us like get us through social media it doesn't have to be on like a professional platform we just want to hear from you in general yeah tell us you like us let us know you're listening i don't think i'm mentally prepared to hear that you don't like us though yeah but some people aren't gonna like us no those people are lame i know but then just don't listen be nice to me i'm sensitive but we know you're listening because we see those numbers going up. So come talk to us. Yeah. Be our friend. <laughs> Hi, my name is Stacy. It's <laughs> real creepy. Yeah. And also, we don't have a goddamn this week. Oh, yeah. So. This is a big issue. Yeah. Can you guys Y'all need to sh- get involved. Yeah. You need to send us something. Any format. Send us your goddamn yep. to be involved. We'll put you on the podcast. We will. We will. Shout you out to the world, whatever you want it to be, your Twitter, if you have a website, if you have a podcast yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It could be your business. Shit. We don't care. Yeah. We just want to hear. We just want to know you're listening and engaged with us. And we want to hear you say, God damn. Oh, my God. It is my favorite thing. And we don't have one for tonight. Yeah. That's kind of my bad, too. I wasn't, like, hustling for one. Yeah. I mean, I could have recorded, like brandon or something but that feels like cheating yeah if you guys don't want to do it we'll stop but it'd be really fun if you just start sending them in they make us happy yeah and i feel like you guys are doing that thing where it's diffusion of responsibility because you're in a large group of numbers and no one's looking and Mm -hmm. so you need to fucking step up so i'm calling out you norway hey norway norway say it in language yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm american i'm stupid yeah we're so stupid yeah yeah that would be fucking fun as shit yeah say it in your language oh my god that'd be awesome but can you do it also in english yeah (gasps) like one back to back two times oh my god and then we should have to try to say it like repeat it (laughs) uh i think that's a really great idea oh my god i'm so excited (laughs) norway please follow through can someone make this happen and also sweden and also germany and also i don't think we have any in germany do we i don't know i just assumed oh okay and uh in your australian accents please 
I want to hear him. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. I want to hear him in your down south accent. Uh, but specifically you, Norway. And we can see when you listen. <laughs> Jeez, she is really on you, Norway. <laughs> you better okay, get on it. I can't see when you listen. But, like, <laughs> when anybody in Norway listens, we get a tally mark. <laughs> I hope the one person in Norway who's listening is like, okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Deuces. Oh, wait. Stick around for a promo from one of our favorite podcasts, Wine and Crime. Hey, true crime fans. Have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! Cheers.